Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Capillary's loyalty solutions offer AI-powered, next-generational technology, making them a catalyst for enabling meaningful human connections across the globe. The platform is deep and wide, yet flexible enough to meet the needs of any company looking to take its customer loyalty to new heights. Visit capillarytech.com now to see how they can transform your loyalty future. Hello and welcome to episode 300 of Let's Talk Loyalty. Today, I'm featuring an innovative loyalty program and super app called AirAsia Rewards. AirAsia is a low-cost carrier. It's headquartered in Malaysia and it has been voted the best low-cost airline in the world for the last 12 years. So it was no surprise to hear that AirAsia is bringing that same level of excellence to its loyalty program. Having initially focused on creating a loyalty proposition for passengers, AirAsia then decided to take its program to multiple countries across all aspects of everyday spend. AirAsia Rewards is now a comprehensive lifestyle program. It spans four countries and includes the ability to book and redeem, of course, flights and hotels, but also plenty of everyday services like food deliveries and taxis and many more. Joining me today to share this story is Wai Fang Ong, Chief Loyalty Officer for the AirAsia Super App. I hope you enjoy her insights. So, Wai Fang, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. My pleasure. Thanks, Paula, for inviting. I'm super pleased to have you here. It's particularly exciting to have anyone with the title of Chief Loyalty Officer. There definitely isn't enough people in the world, in my view, of course, with a, a chief in their title. So definitely exciting to hear how you got to, to be the Chief Loyalty Officer. So before we get into the wonderful work you're doing with Air Asia Rewards, will you start by telling us, of course, Wai Fang, your favorite loyalty program, or I think you have two. So do tell the audience exactly what you admire in our industry. There are many loyalty programs that we like and uh, I can learn from. Uh, one of them of being a pioneer in the retail loyalty program history was the uh, Tesco Loyalty Cup Card. Yes. Um, that cup card was really uh, one of the pioneers into the retail history, at least in Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, I remember back then, uh, before the big data and also the machine learnings as coming into place, uh, the idea of having the uh, personalization of the uh, vouchers basis on the uh, members, yeah. cup card loyalty members' uh, transactional behavior has already happened. Uh, a lot of... Uh, permutations just to cater into the personalization onto the club card loyalty members yeah. uh, to make them incentivize uh, their, their behavior and uh, give them uh, better loyalty to come back, to drive back a footfall over to the retail program. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 But fast forward today, 
Uh, I think there is another one that coming into uh, uh, flash into my mind uh, is really on the Starbucks loyalty program. Yeah, uh, it's really something that uh, giving a lot of good uh, discounting over to the uh, uh, coffee lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple and uh, of course the they keep innovating the offering. Yeah, uh, particularly that we listen and understand about this uh, Starbucks uh, ODC program that yes. uh, will be venturing into the Web 3.0. It's yeah. interesting to, to learn from and uh, it's really looking forward for their launch. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. for sure, Waifang. I think we've all kind of been, um, I suppose, delighted that Starbucks has taken an initiative in the, the whole Web 3.0 space. We've done a couple of episodes about that so far on Let's Talk Loyalty, of course, but no doubt there'll be plenty more coming and hopefully you guys will be experimenting in this space. I'm sure it's top secret for now, but I do think if a brand like Starbucks is, you know, I suppose normalizing these type of concepts, I guess what they do is they educate the consumers for all of us. Um, and make it more acceptable, more accessible as well. So um, a great example. And on the Tesco Club card as well, what I like is, you know, I certainly would associate it with being a UK proposition. So Mm -hmm. to hear that it was equally successful in Malaysia um, is really exciting. So wonderful to hear that you're inspired by these global brands, as I guess we, we all are. So with all of that said, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're here to talk about AirAsia Rewards. Um, you are the Chief Loyalty Officer. The key thing, I suppose, that's really inspiring to me is the fact that you started as an airline loyalty program and then transitioned into an extraordinary super app across four different countries. So I'd love you maybe just to explain, I suppose, the original loyalty program, Waifang, and exactly, yes. you know, how that was operating for Air Asia, because I think yes. even that in itself is an unusual story. And then we can talk yes. about the super app and, and how it's evolving. Yeah, probably I will just start off with giving a little bit of the background of Asia. I understand that Paula, this is a, a global audience. Yeah. Uh, we are pretty strong in terms of the, of course, we say that, hey, Asia is really strong food for in ASEAN. Uh, and and obviously, uh, uh, Tony make it to the world stage uh, of Asia story, uh, yeah. which is something very inspiring. Yeah. Uh, that is an industry legend in a, in a way. Uh, two decades, more than two decades ago, the two co-founders, Tony and uh, Datuk Din, has started with an airline with two aircraft and 200 staff. Wow. And then now today is the largest low-cost airline, airline in the ASEAN mm-hmm. and also the fourth largest airline uh, in ASEAN uh, wow. with, with, with more than 200 aircraft and more than 21,000 staff across the, uh, the key markets, that the four key markets, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines and more, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With with that, uh, the, the 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 long history Asia has carried more than seven hundred uh, million of the passengers over to one hundred sixty destinations in the network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the famous tagline on now everybody can fly, and of course then that's back on the uh, the the history of Asia as an airline. How does it evolve? But yeah. the recent two year, uh, you also heard uh, a lot more that how diversifying in terms of the Asia business right now. And mm. Asia Super App has shown uh, exponential growth in the past two years. And yeah. of course, then loyalty come into the picture more than uh, uh, t- uh, 10 years of the history. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to celebrate our 13 years anniversary end of this year. 
Uh, and in end last year, we actually integrated the uh, uh, loyalty apps uh, features into the AAsia Super app. Okay. Uh, with the objective of really giving that kind of uh, uh, better user experience. And then uh, we rebranded the big loyalty as a uh, AAsia Rewards program mm. under AAsia Super app. And okay. AAsia Super app is actually now uh, the one-stop travel and also e-commerce platform uh, of the business for Capital A, which yeah. is the uh, capital holding of the uh, entire Asia Evasions uh, digital business and the venture business. Mm-hmm. Uh, this super app is actually offering consumer over more than 50 lines of products and services, mm-hmm. uh, as well as not only on the app, as well as, well as the Asia.com website. Yeah. Mm. The travel products that offering by uh, super app uh, it's already beyond selling the AAsia uh, uh, flight. Uh, it's a Ticklers, uh, uh, one of the pioneers in terms of the tech and technology. It's yeah. Ticklers, uh, uh selling platform. Uh, but today, the travel product includes a strong OTA platform offering mm-hmm. flights from more than 700 global carriers and as well as more than uh, 700,000 of hotels worldwide. So it's wow. a very strong uh, online travel agent platform. Okay. Uh, while we also included the e-commerce businesses that uh, which is a platform provide the everyday services such as uh, ride hailing, mm-hmm. food parcel deliveries, mm-hmm. and of course you can also find on-demand learning sort of Asia Academy aggregator of the fintech space on the uh, investment product which is Asia Money wow. and Asia Rewards. Really, is one of the uh, loyalty program that cutting across uh, all the line of businesses or offering that Asia Super App has to offer. Wow. Members will be able to earn and burn the point across all the transactions on the platform uh, uh, that uh, Asia Super App has to be offered. My yeah. goodness. Right. What an incredible uh, product and mm-hmm. solution. Um, yeah. I mean, it's almost, I don't know where to start because, you know, the online travel agency itself and um, that mm-hmm. business is very mature, I would guess, from an e-commerce and from a loyalty perspective. Yeah. But in my experience, um, super apps are so incredibly successful in Asia and yeah. less so, of course, in other markets. But you know, for me, the idea that I can earn and burn loyalty points across ride hailing and um, mm-hmm. across, you know, all of these products and services that I'm using every day. For example, you mentioned the AirAsia Academy. I think that's incredible mm-hmm. that there's an education proposition. There's, yep. I think, health screening as well and vaccinations and health and beauty. It's almost like Anything I would need transactionally in my life in Asia across how many countries is it? Why Fang, this super app is working? Uh, currently, if we look at it, uh, in fact, super app is actually uh, available globally. But the okay. key focus right now in terms of the expansion, yeah. we started off, of course, on, from the home ground of Malaysia, yeah. expanded the businesses over the two years into Thailand, Indonesia and Philippines. Wow. And uh, of course, there will be many more to come. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. incredibly inspiring. What kind of, um, I suppose, uh, services would you say are the most engaging, would you say, uh, Waifang across all of these? Because there's so much variety there. So where yeah. are you seeing most growth? Again, I suppose travel is something we do infrequently. It's the cock, yes. Yeah. So which ones are the most frequent? What 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 are your, your customers loving? In worth mentioning in terms of the right hailing is actually quite a good growth in a, uh, I think it's one of the highest growth as well, okay. uh, whereby the, uh, uh, the growth has actually, we have reached more than 2 million uh, right booking over a span of uh, less than a year. Wow. Uh, food is also uh, driving a lot of transaction frequency. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but even looking in terms of the travel, which is a hotel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which is the online travel bits, uh, is really, really all, mm. almost, if you look at all this, almost all the, uh, across the uh, super app, yeah. all the line of businesses has actually shown tremendous growth over wow. to the uh, past two years span. Well, my goodness, 2 million just, you know, hailing rides through your super app. And just for clarity, because I do think there's a lot more uh, variety um, Mm. in, you know, in Asia particularly. So that's, you know, not just cars like we would associate, you know, for example, here in Dubai, you know, it would always be a, a car. But I think you also have the opportunity to to hail a ride on a bike, if I'm not mistaken. I know I did that myself in in uh, Indonesia. So do yeah, you yeah. have all forms of transport um, that you you can hail a ride, or is it mainly uh, taxis? And not not just yet. It will be coming soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For okay. the two wheelers, yes, okay. yes, it will be coming soon. Yes. Super yes. duper. Okay. So yeah. uh, ride hailing super uh, popular. The food piece super popular. And yeah. tell us a bit about Hotels. the borderless part as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So let's come back in terms of how it, it rewards and how does the Asia points powering the entire ecosystem in terms of the earn and burn transaction, right? Yeah. Uh, which says that, hey, almost every points that the uh, Asia members transacted, uh, almost every transaction that the Asia members did on the Asia Super app, they earn points. Okay. Uh, it's already beyond flight. It's one of the uh, ASEAN largest uh, lifestyle loyalty platform yeah. uh, that we're actually proud to have yeah. uh, from a frequent flyer program that we transform uh, the A-Asia rewards into yeah. one of the lifestyle's uh, loyalty program uh, yeah. for A-Asia and yep. cover with the wide spam of uh, uh, external partners that we have, more than 300 partners cutting across the rest of the uh, verticals that we're looking at, financial services, travel, lifestyles yeah. uh, that we're offering, right? So what make uh, uh, A-Asia rewards or A-Asia points so special is the borderless uh, or the versatility of the A-Asia points. So imagine that uh, in, in, in someone uh, earn a point in Malaysia okay. through, um, let's say, booking a flight. Sure. Uh, and then uh, you can you will be able to actually spend uh, the point you earn into redeeming something onto a platform, let's say a week of free meal from the points that you earn by 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 uh, booking a, a flight with us, mm. uh, essentially, or if you're looking at uh, the differentiation from Malaysia that you earn all those points, uh, when I travel over in Thailand, uh, when I land on Thailand, uh, I can actually use my points to redeem a free ride from airport to the hotel. 
Wow. So those are the uh, versatility and also the borderless of Asia points that yeah. act like a digital loyalty currency across the the the, the, the ecosystem. Yeah. It's it's such an extraordinary achievement, Wai Fang. I cannot mm. imagine the complexity of, you know, making sure that the currency earn and burn internationally and across, as you said, 300 partners with yep. such a tangible use case, because at the end of the day, you know, you earn so many points from a flight, but obviously yep. you have to fly a lot or do a lot yep. of other transactions to mm-hmm. redeem something of, you know, value in the travel space. But to be able to redeem so effortlessly in your destination, as you said, literally to take a taxi mm-hmm. on arrival, it's like yep. the points experience end to end, closing the loop for the member it's almost the benefit of, I suppose, the simplicity where everything they earn is instantly available to use in a way that's super meaningful for them. Yes. So this is really something that we're proud of, that how the digital loyalty currency act as a form of payment across yeah. all the offerings, uh, uh, aligning into the super app strategy that we have. Yeah. Uh, of course, different product offering. Yeah. And the points that the member earn as act as a loyalty program that cutting across how the usability within the uh, ecosystem is tremendous. A lot of use cases the members can uh, totally. uh, and can benefit from the uh, points that they actually earn uh, from the transactions. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So with such a wide and deep proposition, tell us how many members you have. I know it's what, two years old now, the, the super app proposition specifically. Yeah, in terms of super app, if you look at it, uh, just let me, uh, we have more than the uh, super app downloads, right? More than 40 million of the downloads yeah. and uh, more than 51 million users on the platform uh, from both app and the website. Uh, of course, if you're looking in, in terms of our membership sign up, we have uh, almost come to a close of 30 million uh, uh, active users right now. Oh it's my really, goodness. really a huge uh, <laughs> database and a lot of deep understanding that uh, we collected throughout uh, the years. Uh, yeah. We'll be able to really uh, catering into a better personalization experience yeah. over to members or the platform users as well. Yeah. And I know that's your expertise, particularly Wai Fang. Didn't you right. come in through to loyalty, I suppose, through the the data, the analytical side of, of yep. it? Would you maybe just explain a bit about your career background? Because I think it's a very useful insight. It's obviously driving the success in terms of where Air Asia's reward strategy is going. So tell us uh, how you got into this business. Right. So I, if you're looking at my background, like what Paula you have mentioned, I was really an analytics or data person per se. Yeah. Uh, I venture into uh, uh, data for many years, uh, looking into uh, customer segmentation, uh, portfolio management, analytics, and what's not, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, then uh, uh, three years back, uh, I joined uh, 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 Big Loyalty back then, formerly known as Big Loyalty before we rebranded Big Loyalty as Asia. was the name, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Before we rebranded as Asia Rewards, right? Okay. Uh, was leading the uh, uh, the d- data science and the uh, uh, the data front from 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 engineering, data science, analytics mm. uh, to also one interesting part, which is more on we call we call it campaign scientists mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, CRM combination of how we using because it's a data and tech company. Yeah. Uh, if Look at all this uh, MarTech solutioning is how we combine the CRM information 
plus all this intentional uh, uh, or behavioral traits that we collect from the platform, yeah. uh, we hope to make more effective offering at the right time for the members. So that was predominantly how we uh, 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 my uh, data and analytics, or of course, in terms of the segmentation backgrounds that help to add value uh, into deep understanding about yeah. our members, yeah. uh, help to cater and to drive the business together into a better product offerings. Uh, uh, of course, looking into shifting uh, the, uh, what do you call that, uh, some, some sort of like into a more real-time kind of offering at the right time for the members, looking into the life cycle, yeah. uh, management, uh, all this talking about uh, loyalty, uh, 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 space to yeah. really take sort of like building a CDP right now, right? Because of the uh, the huge data that uh, the entire organization uh, has collected, inclusive of the uh, partnership information that we collected through our member, uh, yeah. we use it uh, to 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 give really really best offering over to our members, get yeah. into what they need. Uh, yeah, uh, and during their their really uh, at the right time for the members, so that is where it helps me uh, to really value add to be uh, a loyalty person right now. Mm. Uh, we constantly listening to our members' needs, need, and then uh, we innovate the product, cater a better loyalty program, uh, uh, over to 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 really to retain yeah. uh, to our members and shift them. Uh, from the very transactional base yeah. and also uh, go into uh, offering those emotional exp experiential loyalty yeah. over to the members to yeah. build that kind of long-term uh, advocacy over to the brand, yeah. uh, let them keep engaging and retain them um, back onto a super app platform mm -hmm. uh, or, or to or over to Asia brand as a whole. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's, as I said, an incredible strategy. You know, the sheer scale is breathtaking. So yeah. first of all, congratulations on creating something that really is I mean, resonating. Course, Paula, I, I do not want to take everything into my credit. In fact, <laughs> I really wanted to give a lot of credit over to the team. Yes, uh, Or even for my predecessor has actually yeah. built really a good brand. Yeah. Or even the entire ecosystem with that kind of wide variety of line of businesses that you hear yeah. uh, really, really help to form uh, a very strong loyalty program for, for, for Asia. Yeah. yeah. So how yes. big is the team for AirAsia Rewards at this stage, Waifang? Rewards now, we have uh, four operations office, which is actually very in line with where the mm. super app uh, have. Mm -hmm. uh, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia and Philippines. Okay. Uh, roughly about 80 over uh, 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 headcounts that we have. Okay, super. Yep. And I know you mentioned to me last time we spoke, Wai Fang, that yep. uh, this piece around emotional and experiential, so mm -hmm. a very clear direction, um, I suppose, as a lifestyle program, that's extremely important. And I'd love to understand a bit about what that means for Air Asia Rewards, uh, particularly, I suppose, on the engagement side, where mm -hmm. I know you mentioned you have a gamification strategy. And yes. that seems to be something that's working very effectively for us. So will you tell us a bit about the gamification element of your program? So uh, 
other than the points that we use and the ecosystem that we drive back, we have this um, biggie where we call it a points guru. Uh, and and you, if you've seen some of our platform or you go and search that you probably will see our communication to our members. We have this very cute little mascot. We name it as a biggie. Uh, okay. Very small in size, yeah, uh, but very big in terms of uh, charisma in driving, uh, educating the members how they would able to earn and burn the points to give them better saving, better uh, uh, incentive as a loyalty program. And okay. we actually launched this uh, Biggie Wonderland, which is a game uh, embedded into the app. Okay. Uh, the predominantly Biggie Wonderland started off with one small game as a point catcher. Uh, members will be, it's actually with the aim or strategy to drive uh, engagement back into the platform, right? Uh, from, yeah. from, from monthly active user into a daily active user because okay. really it's a lifestyle program and a super app that catering yeah. into a more variety of the uh, products, right? Yeah. Um, let people keep coming back. So the, uh, uh, other than points catcher, we have actually expanded the uh, the the game into another two or three right now that we have. Okay. Uh, members will be able to also shape the uh, uh, the devices to also yeah. earn points. So all these three games uh, really with the aim of um, uh, engaging members back to the platform, yeah. uh, they will be able to earn the points uh, and collect the points whereby they will be able to spend it also back into uh, when they transact yeah, uh, and the super app. So all this gamification is really on to uh, uh, driving daily engagement yeah. as well as biggie as really building that kind of emotional as a, a points guru to guide and educating our members the usage of the points. Yeah, uh, how does it uh, able to 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 realize a bigger saving and earn faster? Yeah, uh, throughout uh, as a loyalty program. So that's a shift from building the emotional and of mm -hmm. course the other bits that you see uh, as a freedom fryer for program uh, the other than earning extra points the member with certain tier says platinum or black tier yeah. they also enjoy that kind of experiential or priority check-in uh, express luggage uh, uh, check-in mm. uh, onboarding process uh, as a, a member and of course then uh in, in in probably you will see in a very near future uh aligned with the super app strategy there will be a membership clearing program coming up uh i think we can just just disclose a little bit here wow uh, that, that the the uh, membership clearing structure will be also covering uh the the uh lifestyles or even the delivery businesses or the hotels earning Interesting. So that is something exciting coming up. Yeah. Very exciting. Wow. My yeah. goodness. Well, I'll be watching very closely to see when that's uh, officially published and launched because that's going to be um, incredibly compelling for your members, of yeah. course. And I'm sure it's quite complex behind the scenes. Yeah. I heard somebody recently describing loyalty like a swan, which I thought was brilliant. You know, it looks super easy and elegant on the surface and below the surface, it's like, you know, you're paddling yeah. crazy. So yeah. I, I can see that's exactly what's going on for AirAsia yeah. Rewards. So just can I clarify, because I love this idea of the um, the Biggie Wonderland and mm -hmm. the mascot. 
So how mm. do you actually use this mascot? Because I really believe that education is something um, that we all need to think very clearly about within our loyalty program. At the end of the day, you know, even to that same analogy about the swan, there's a lot of complexity behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as program owners, it is our responsibility to help our members understand if they're going to engage, it makes sense. Yeah. So how do you use the mascot? Do they have to come to the website to engage and learn? Or is it something you're sending out proactively in, in certain channels? Yes. yes. So if you look at it uh, onto the report platform, you come to a website or even on the app, you, yeah. other than the games that they will be engaging and seeing uh, Biggie in yeah. the Wonderland, Okay. Uh, that you'll be able to earn points. But into our communications, be it in terms of social media, be it in terms of the EDM or app push notifications, you will see Biggie Visual there. And okay. one of the good use cases that we have been using Biggie to educate is that in our uh, EDM, mm-hmm. uh, when we send out something, say, be it in terms of tactical or marketing kind of communication, yeah. we end it with a Biggie tips uh, and okay. says that, hey, if it's a conversion kind of uh, EDM that we wanted members to convert points mm. to throw to that you will be able to uh, span it across onto uh, Super for a saving. Mm-hmm. Biggie will also tells you how would you be able to accelerate that earning or they will also tell you how you will be able to spend uh, your points onto certain promotion, onto which transaction that gain you a better offering and saving. So those okay. are the things that one of the good use case that we've been using Biggie. Yeah. You can see Biggie really act like a points guru oh. uh, to, to really optimize all the points that you earn yeah. uh, to turn it into a good saving uh, for the members will be able to, to, able to use. Yeah. And how to even use the platform uh, by, by uh, I mean, in terms of the onboarding processes or frictions free mm. when you really want to spend your points onto a platform that yeah. is really a big euro uh, cutting across a proactive uh, uh, communication <laughs> we send to our members yeah uh, even as good as one of the uk that when uh, we send out point expiry edm to the members to remind them yeah. to not let their points go expired yeah uh, biggie will also come uh, come in and tell them how to use it and, and spend it on the platform so Super those are nice. really yeah, a points guru kind of things that uh, begin to, to 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 be inspired to be. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Giving the program, I guess, a personality and, you know, with all of that integrity around, you know, we really want you to, to use the program. We really exactly. want you to benefit from the program. So yes. it's like that helping hand with mm-hmm. a friendly character. And it sounds like it's very carefully segmented as well, Wei Fong, you know, yeah. because if it's obviously triggered by onboarding, for example, and I've often wondered, you know, again, thank Thankfully, I've never been, um, you know, in this uh, analytical responsibility because it's not my skill set. But for example, is it possible for you at this stage or in the future to, you know, send out, for example, segmented communications using uh, Biggie, for example, to say, okay, Paula, you've got now 80,000 AirAsia reward points. That's enough for your favorite redemption flight, you know, because obviously you've got my history to know that I would have redeemed perhaps on a specific sector in the past. Have you got to that level of sophistication? I think Paula is a good one that actually reminded 
in fact, is already up to that level. In terms wow. of content catering, yeah. uh, a lot of background that the team is using the data and modeling yeah. uh, to craft the segmentation into a different personification. Yeah. If you look at the uh, uh, the offering of Asia ecosystem to have, yeah. uh, it is actually giving a really good opportunity or a lot of things that uh, we can actually uh, craft out of the data that we collected. Yeah. So there are very details or even one-to-one hyper-personalization that uh, the team has been done. Say, for example, one of the use cases that you mentioned will be based on the points balance. Of course, in terms of the marketing and the brand team, how does it actually translating uh, 80,000 points equivalent to how much worth Think for example, 80,000 points, we educating the member and says that, hey, you can earn a flight from here over to Bangkok and yeah. then with a three-day stay from a hotel yeah. and so on, right? Yeah. And of course, if you only have 5,000, if you spend it into some of the super member week that we are actually running, yeah. the 5,000 points can buy you uh, maybe one day full meal, right? From breakfast, totally. uh, noon to, to, to dinner. So yeah. those are the things that we're trying to relate, use Biggie and cater the content yeah. uh, combining with the uh, persona or segmentation that we understand from our member yeah. uh, to really give a more resonate uh, uh, story yeah. over to our members to really know how much yeah. is the points worth and how would you be able to spend it according to your lifestyles or your your persona if yeah. you're a frequent traveler then we will <laughs> come you more about how you use your points on to earning a holiday yeah. if you're someone that really on a lifestyle basis then we'll tell you that hey you can buy a free mcdonald meals or a ride over to somewhere yeah. or even if you're someone that really love academy uh, by by earning this point from from a flight you will be able to earn one month on demand learning onto our platform so Super. these are really done by, by, by the data team and also the campaign team cater to it. Even Incredible. some, you yeah. take it to another level where I spoke about in terms of the uh, online behavior. Mm-hmm. That is on the transactional uh, data, right? Yeah. So if you combine the transactional data to the online behavior where mm. Paula now browsing the, the Super app, uh, looking into... Uh, let's say a destination flying to Langkawi in Malaysia, right? One of the beautiful islands that you should pay a visit. I must. So, yeah. Then after that, that, hey, you drop off. So all this combination of information where I know that Paula used to be a frequent flyer. Paula was uh, 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 the last uh, uh, traveling history with us was six months ago, now that Pola is actually browsing on a destination to Langkawi, uh, then that's where we cater with all this uh, personalized uh, yeah. uh, communication over to the members and tell her, hey, Pola, you have 80,000 points. You will be, uh, we saw you uh, looking for a destination over to Langkawi. You will be able to redeem a yeah. flight, uh, redeem a, a three-night stays of hotel, Plus, even uh, you will be able to book a ride from home to 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 uh, airport to take your uh, flight over. So all these things uh, has been really looked into and 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 sent out a communication yeah. uh, personalization over to 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 Paula. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's so personalized and so relevant. And I do think mm-hmm. that that's something we all talk about. We all aspire to, we all work on so hard but it's extremely difficult to deliver it at that level of detail. And I also think there is an important principle, which probably, you know, is very different in different countries. But, you know, the whole idea about privacy um, can be a concern, um, certainly back in in Ireland, where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have to worry about, you know, your members feeling that it's too much information that, you know, because I do think we all know that our, our browsing behavior is, you know, we can see the results of it, you know, coming up in different places. Mm-hmm. And I would love that experience of being told that now I can come to Langkawi <laughs> for my holidays because yeah. it's definitely yeah. on my wish list. But how how do you sense check if there's ever any concern about it being too much for your members? Yeah. So this boils back into some of the contact policy that we say exactly that, hey, if I, you overdo it, that you keep constantly uh, sending communication to me yeah. and you ended up even your personalization, how personalized you do, yeah. uh, the member would be really get into this kind of uh, lethargy that being keep targeting. So there are certain uh, criteria to look into mm-hmm. uh, by not over border uh, to the members to uh, getting too much of the targeting or communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than doing this kind of I mean, more on the marketing targeting and what's not, right? But mm. in fact, uh, that's where we spoke about this uh, uh, emotional bits that uh, we communicating the benefits of being a member yeah. instead of keep uh, keep coming back to just push through uh, in terms of all this communication. But of course, shouldn't be. There are certain contact policy that we should not be uh, over-targeting, uh, communicating too much to a member in a short period of time. Yeah. So those are the things that have to take into consideration. Yeah. Uh, 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 even put myself as a member or a user point of view, yeah. uh, which you rightfully pointed out, uh, mm. to some, some, sometimes, uh, unless that I think, getting from a data person, right? Today in a, a, a smart technology kind of era, uh, sometimes that uh, I would also think, that, hey, would I... Uh, over providing access to all all these devices or, or that we actually been using, yeah. so that it's not that put ourselves into a user or even a member's shoes. Yeah, uh, we also need to be strike a balance in terms of all this communication and whatnot. Of yeah. course, of course. And I was thinking back to, I suppose, my own experience and career as well, I found where, mm-hmm. you know, I, I do love the fact that now that you are an independent proposition, I mm-hmm. guess you can control the communications on a on a much clearer basis. Because yeah. previously, you know, for example, if you're sitting within, for example, a frequent flyer program, and I don't know if that was the case with AirAsia, but for me working with O2, we had to compete for communications capacity with the, the phone network. So mm-hmm. everything was controlled under one central policy. So, yes. you know, if there was a lot of messaging going out about, you know, the network or various propositions, it meant we couldn't send loyalty communications, which I always felt was something that the member did want from us. So mm-hmm. I think you are in a, a wonderful position now where 
they they understand very clearly that this is a separate proposition. Sounds yeah. like you've got a lot of control and yeah, a, a lot of thinking and analytics in place. If somebody's starting yeah. to resist, you can turn it off and uh, yes. and let them have that level of control so that it's always welcome. Yeah. Yeah, super, super. And then I did have a question as well about the gamification you told us about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's quite a general one. But, you know, in some ways, I'm curious because I've never run a gamification based program. Do you find it resonates with the um, equally with all demographics um, or is there a gender bias or an age bias? And Because it sounds very accessible. You know, I'm definitely not a gamer, but I know, for example, if there was, you know, a, a shake the phone proposition, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, that to me feels uh, feels like fun. So, yeah. yeah, definitely love those kind of ideas, but I'm not going to go in and play World of Warcraft, you know, so games come in such different ways. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like yours are targeted mass market, but just if you can share any insights in terms of how they resonate either broadly or or with different segments. Of course, then uh, if you come from a mechanics point of view, when you say that you play a game, a simple game for just for one or two minutes, you earn points. Yeah. That is something that the loyalty programs do well, right? Yeah. Uh, most of the member will like that kind of incentive. Yeah. That you get the points, you turn it into uh, uh, to, to certain saving that you're able to when you use your points, right? So that resonates well to cater to certain group of members that really love uh, to earn the points. Let's okay. not talk about even whether they like to play the game or not. So yeah. that is more on the points attraction <laughs> Got for, it. or for someone that really uh, appealing to a loyalty program. Yeah. Uh, but your question rightfully pointing out, this is also a group of members that, hey, if you look at uh, the, the daily engagement that keep using it and, and earn points, uh, they are also certain segments that are more appealing to it, obviously. Uh, uh, maybe not so much of a gender bias. Uh, 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 in terms of the daily engagement uh, by your earning points from play the game, it's still broadly uh, to a younger uh, uh, segment. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to quote another one. Since, for example, that uh, we have actually run some of the vouchers that were members able to use the points to redeem some game vouchers mm. where they use into those uh, really the, the actual games like uh, Dota or what's not, right? Mm. Uh, but that we can see some of the gender differentiation uh, that attracted quite a number of more on the male players yeah. to redeem the points onto the game vouchers where they can buy weapons. But generally, uh, for the earning points, the biggie one, not so much of gender bias, but it's still really appealing for those highly engaged daily comeback. It's more on the younger uh, segment of programs. Okay, okay. Yeah. And it sounds like it's very effective for you. Is, is that fair to say? Uh, yes. Uh, and there's also, uh, this is one of the growth tools that we actually use together with our super app counterparts to also try to drive more downloads, uh, uh, adoption yeah. onto the uh, uh, the app. Yeah. Uh, because okay. the, the, the Bigger Wonderland game is actually really a, a mobile, uh, only happening in terms of a mobile device, not Absolutely. onto a website just yet. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So that lends itself then to the the advocacy and referring to a friend in mm-hmm. a very tangible way, I guess, a super easy yes. way. And yeah. again, the network effect, um, particularly with such a broad proposition as your super app does have, uh, super mm-hmm. powerful. So I can imagine the uh, reporting being very exciting when you see the results of that coming in all yeah. of the time, huh? Yeah, yeah. Super. So my final question then for you is just to, I suppose, again, celebrate uh, you and your team for all of the awards that I've been seeing you guys winning. Um, So, for example, the Loyalty and Engagement Awards in Singapore, which I'm hoping to travel to next year. And then I saw last week you won a a MarTech Excellent Award. So tell us a bit about some of the awards that AirAsia Rewards has been winning. Yeah. So the Singapore ones that were mentioning, one of it, uh, we got the best uh, uh, card-based program. I think it was, uh, I can't remember, was it? So the best, best was it a bronze or silver uh, award that we got? Best, best card-based was really come from one of the uh, last year program that we done onto our co-branded credit card. Okay. Uh, uh, the, the, the marketing and the brand team come up or together with our commercial folks, come up with this ideation to team this credit card uh, under one thematic where we call it Live Lebe in Malaysia. So okay. basically it says that, hey, uh, you live big, you earn big kind oh, of concept. Nice. So okay. that's where ties in with our own proposition. Yeah, uh, Using a co-brand card, uh, you will really, it's actually where you get more your points at, uh, on your daily usage. Totally. Uh, you you earn big and then you live big with whatever proposition that you're able to actually spend the points over to the Asia ecosystem. Sure. So really proud of uh, uh, that that uh, uh, campaign that we have run has tried okay. a lot of good transaction uplift as well. Yeah. So yeah, and then the recent one which is on to the uh, Malta Award, obviously uh, giving that. Uh, 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 the one that I explained earlier in terms of the usage onto uh, CRM data plus the event trigger data that is also mm-hmm. the campaign team efforts and also the data team mm-hmm. efforts. Yeah. So how do we use this kind of uh, marketing automation tool mm-hmm. to drive more conversion onto the platform? Okay. Uh, and obviously, uh, we've seen uh, uh, some of the good uplift in terms of the engagement from the communication that we send out Obviously, it leads into a conversion uh, uh, when we push out certain uh, targeting messaging yeah. over to mm-hmm. our members. Uh, they actually, uh, based on the uh, all this uh, strategy or event triggers uh, yeah. kind of uh, communication or messaging that we send out, we've seen quite a good responses from the members. Incredible. Yeah. So plenty of opportunities for the team to celebrate, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So anything exciting coming up that you can share now? Um, or yeah. would you prefer that we, you know, just tease people and, and hopefully get you back on the show maybe in six uh-huh. months, 12 months time? Right. What do you yeah. think? I think something worth mentioning that uh, will also make Asia Rewards as one of the very differentiated loyalty program uh, is really talking about this Asia Exchange yes. uh, platform, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, it's not only in terms of a loyalty program, of course, you look at it that uh, members can do conversion 
from their credit card points into AAsia points, mm-hmm. uh, earned through the transactions on Super App, earned mm-hmm. through spending on the co-branded card, uh, and this exchange platform giving a seamless experience or instant experience uh, when member connect or link their accounts. Mm-hmm. Since, for example, uh, one of the bank cards account onto our platform, instantly you will be able to select how much points that you want to convert from your credit card points mm-hmm. over to AAsia points. Mm-hmm. And that kind of instant experience that providing over to members nice. uh, uh, is really, really uh, a, a good way uh, mm-hmm. to, to, instead of in the past that a member will be need to fill out a form, call the banks, uh, totally. waiting for three <laughs> to five days yeah. for your points to convert. Then when I look at a flight that I wanted to redeem and the promotion is running on, it's already over, right? So yeah. this platform create the kind of instant, like a highway for members to do points conversion mm-hmm. and be sticking it from one-way conversion to two-way. And of course, something that I can tease upon, which is coming our way, is a multi-way conversion. That Ooh. idea is innovating this platform, yeah. providing members uh, to gather all their small spreaded loyalty points, yeah. uh, doing conversion into this platform, okay, uh, and redeem something really tangible out of all the accumulated points from all the small, small little spreaded loyalty totally. points that you collect. Yeah, uh, given on our wide uh, uh, partnership network onto this platform. Wow. Yeah. So am I right in understanding the AirAsia Exchange is already live and the multi-way exchange is coming soon, is it? Coming soon. Yes, you are okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, listen, we will definitely have to stay in touch. There's so much going on. It's incredibly yeah. inspiring. And I always feel I don't have enough insights coming from Asia. So I'm extremely grateful. I wanted to mention our mutual friend, Mark Ross-Smith from Status Match yeah. for connecting us because um, it was him who said you must meet Wai Fang so nice. um, so definitely really really exciting and as I yeah. said I hope to, to travel over to some of the loyalty events in your part of the world uh, please God in 2023 so we can maybe meet in person and, uh, and really definitely. talk loyalty even more definitely so, yeah so that's everything from my side Wai Fang is there anything else you wanted to mention before we wrap up? Right. That's. Uh, I think basically that's it. Uh, just a thankful. Like I think I wanted to end this and and say that when I ventured into loyalty before, I thought that it was quite lonely in a way that is a niche uh, uh industry. But uh, of course, thanks to Mark, thanks to Paula, and all the practitioner within the loyalty space, uh, is really uh making it uh enjoying. Uh, that kind of idea exchange, knowledge sharing. I can learn a lot. Uh from the rest of the uh, uh, loyalty program as well. Yeah, I like to think of us as one big happy family, certainly everybody listening to this show. So uh, absolutely. With that said, I have to say it's been super exciting. Wai Fang Ong, Chief Loyalty Officer of AirAsia Super App. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 245 executives in 27 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. 
For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.